0: Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, everyone. This is Jodie Sweetin from the podcast How Rude, Tannerito's. or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hey Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. For more than 800 years, a series of mesmerizing statues have towered over Rapa Nui, a remote island just 15 miles, that's 24 kilometers wide, in the southeast Pacific Ocean. These 40-foot or 12-meter-tall statues, known as the Moai, have survived nearly a millennium, but the effects of climate change now threaten to topple the island's mysterious ancient history. The nearly 1,000 Moai, erected between the 10th and 16th centuries on Rapa Nui, also named Easter Island by an 18th-century Dutch explorer, are being battered by rising sea levels, high-energy waves, and increased erosion— Ancient human remains are buried beneath many of the works, which appear as giant faces gazing over land and sea. We spoke with Adam Markin, Deputy Director of Climate and Energy at the Union of Concerned Scientists. He said, Some of the Moai have been knocked over in the past, including by tsunamis, and they have been restored. So not every site is in pristine condition. The difference now is that the danger is even greater. The rate of change is faster than ever. Volcanic island of Rapa Nui, now part of Chile, is the most isolated inhabited landmass in the world, located some 2,200 miles, that's 3,500 kilometers from Chile's mainland, and some 2,500 miles, or 4,000 kilometers, east of Tahiti. Part of the vulnerability of Rapa Nui lies in the fact that it is an island, and many of the Moai and the Ahu, or platforms on which they stand, are perched around its edges. As Markham points out, all of the world's islands have been made vulnerable to erosion with rising ocean levels. Some climate models predict that increased melting of the world's ice sheets could cause oceans to rise by 5 to 6 feet, that's 1.5 to 1.8 meters, by the year 2100. Higher sea levels mean shores face flooding and inundation by crashing waves. On Rapa Nui, signs of damage from the incoming waves is already apparent. On the island's southern coast, blocks of a 10-foot, that's 3-meter-high, stone wall at historical site Ora Oranga temahina toppled over last year. Beaches that used to be covered in pink sand have been eroded by waves, leaving behind rocks, and nearby burial sites have been left exposed and vulnerable to erosion themselves. Conservationists are testing a newly built seawall at one part of the island to see if it can offer protection, but it's not certain that walls can hold off the ocean's onslaught. Further inland, a site called Orongo, which encircles a volcanic crater, also stands vulnerable to storms and erosion. Hieroglyphics at the crater site tell the tale of an annual relay race, and now landslides and erosion triggered by storms threaten these stone-carved images. As Markham points out, the increasing frequency of intense storms is another hallmark of climate change. He said, as you get more and more of these events, damage builds upon past damage. Moving the hieroglyphics and some of the most vulnerable Moai into protected enclosures might help ensure their survival, but relocating the statues could not only harm the works, it would disregard the role at many of the sites as burial markers for remains of the islanders' ancestors. The 1995 recognition of Rapa Nui National Park as a UNESCO World Heritage Site acknowledges the importance of the statues' preservation where they now stand. Markham said it's the same problem that anyone would have when thinking about moving generations of history buried within a cemetery. A lot of very hard choices will have to be made, but I would doubt that much moving of artifacts will take place on Easter Island. This isn't the first time the island has faced ecological destruction. Some have pointed to Easter Island's history as a cautionary environmental tale. Pollen grains found in the island's sediments suggest it was covered in a palm forest when it was first settled around 1200 CE, By the time a Dutch settler came upon the island's shores in the 1700s, he described the land as being of singular poverty and barrenness. What had happened to the island's trees? One ecocide theory popularized by U.S. biologist Jared Diamond in his 2005 book, Collapse, How Societies Choose to Fail or Succeed, suggests that the island's human population may have overexploited the land by cutting down most of its forests. The depletion of forests would have left soil vulnerable to erosion, making it difficult to plant crops. That account, however, is still up for debate. Subsequent research has suggested that other factors, including the introduction of the Polynesian rat and shifts in climate, could have contributed to the island's deforestation. Markham said, There's a lot of ongoing argument about the island's history and what were the driving factors of its deforestation. But in general, there are hundreds of other places around the world where we can demonstrate that overusing resources and not caring for the landscape can lead to huge problems. Today, the island is mostly covered in meadow and is home to a year-round population of about 5,700 people. The island's economy is totally dependent on tourism, and last year it was visited by some 100,000 people who spent more than $70 million at local businesses. Economics are one part of what's at stake should the island's artifacts be destroyed by climate change. Perhaps even more profound is the vulnerability of a historic legacy that's vital not only to the people of Easter Island, but also to the world. Markham said, Easter Island matters to local people who live there, but is also a place of global heritage. The island carries an ability to connect with people's sense that it's important for all of humankind. Today's episode was written by Amanda Onion and produced by Tyler Clang, with kind engineering assistance by Ramsey Yount. For more on this and lots of other environmental topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip.